In an abrupt change of pace, this episode is going to just talk about a video game called Space Chem. I'm not actually going to directly talk about Hest, though I'm sure we'll come back to that at various points. But I want to talk about Space Chem because Space Chem is probably the closest thing to a version of Hest that you can play with today. And so if you wanted to play with something that looks and feels a little bit like what I want Hest to look and feel like, and I'm sure, you know, by the time I get to something as rich as Space Cam, Hest will look quite a bit different and feel quite a bit different. But if you wanted to kind of, you know, walk ahead a little bit and play around a little bit in this space and sort of see what it might feel like to do this kind of programming, go pick up the game Space Cam. It is made by this uh, studio called Zachtronics. And it's um, one of their earlier games. I think it came out in 2010. And it's a game where you are building a little system that will do chemical reactions. So you grab various elements from the periodic table and you have some tools for combining those elements and then outputting the molecules that you've created. And it's a, a puzzle game with a series of levels where each level gives you a challenge to produce a certain quantity of, of you know, water, let's say. So you get some hydrogen, you get some oxygen, and they come in from two different input sources. And then there'll be one output destination that you have to drop off your water molecules into. And the interface for the game is that there are these lines that you uh, could almost think about like lasers. And they sort of come into your program there's a there's a special node that you can put down you have this grid okay let's back up a little bit the 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 interface to the game is that you have this grid and i think it's something like you know 16 by 16 or something like that and it's arranged into quadrants top left top right bottom left bottom right um, and your inputs are on the top left and the bottom left and your outputs are on the top right and the bottom right you have the ability to put down uh, nodes in cells of the grid. And so one of the nodes you can put down is the start node. And so you put down a start node somewhere in the grid, and that is where your execution is going to begin. And from the start node, you can point it in any of the cardinal directions. I think that's the term. Points of the compass. You can point it in, you know, up, down, left, right, whichever direction you want. And it sort of shoots out something that looks kind of like a laser. You have two different colors you can work with. You have a red set of nodes and execution and that kind of thing and you have a blue set and that gives you a little bit of of a synchrony or concurrency because they can each be doing something separately and the start node shoots out a laser and you can put down little arrows in any of the cells that kind of say hey the laser is going to come into this cell but i want to redirect it out in a different direction so if your start node is pointing off to the right you know a couple of cells to the right of that start node you can put in a little arrow pointing down and the laser will kind of turn a corner and head down and you can use those little arrows to redirect the direction that the laser is pointing to eventually wrap that laser around back to the start node and you've made a loop and so when you tell the game to begin simulating your system from the start node this little circle is going to come out and the circle i like to think of it kind of like a claw in a claw game where you're trying to you know grab a stuffed animal or whatever from a from a big hopper and drop it in a little chute for a for a smiling delighted child um it's sort of like that in that it's it's this little gizmo that can pick up an atom 
and carry it and then put it down somewhere else. And you put instructions into the cells uh, in specific cells where it should pick up and in specific cells where it should put down. And you can only put one instruction per cell. And so you might, you know, put in the in the spot in the game in the quadrant where your uh, say your uh, hydrogen uh, atoms are going to come in you can put a little pickup instruction for the red laser system there and so when the little grabber comes around to that spot where the hydrogen is coming in you can grab a hydrogen atom and begin carrying it along the laser and then maybe uh, you carry it over next to where the oxygen atoms are coming in and you have a little bridge between two cells and so you put the hydrogen in one cell and you put the oxygen in an adjacent cell and then you can run an instruction to say fuse those two things together and now the little grabber that is holding onto the hydrogen as it continues moving it will also carry the oxygen along with it. And it's arranged in space and there are all these constraints like you can never have two atoms crash into each other. That's a, that's basically a, a runtime error and so your code will stop executing, your system will stop executing and you can reset it back to the beginning. And the system allows you to, to run at a sort of a, a slow speed or a slightly faster speed or a super fast speed or as fast as possible. And as the game goes, the challenges get more and more and more complex uh, to the point where they get quite fiendish where you have multiple different simulators in separate. The game is sort of a, a space sort of game it has a narrative to it and there are different buildings and in each building you can have a a set of these chemical reactors going and so you can have multiple buildings all doing chemical reactions and plumbing the outputs from one into the other um, and this should all sound very hesty <laughs> um, it's just a really fun game and it requires you to do programming it, all the same skills apply except for the the really you know, except for the really low value knowledge, like how to do stuff in React or how to use Moment.js or what edge cases to watch out for when writing in C because you might have, a you know, overrun the bounds of an array or something like that or like that, that kind of low value knowledge that isn't about the fundamentals of computation and isn't about design. That kind of stuff is absent and the game instead forces you to do systems thinking and it forces you to do you know rigorous design but in a in a very enjoyable way and it's this just beautiful little gem of a of a simulation game it's the sort of thing where after playing that game back when it came out in 2010 or whenever it was for the for the decade since then I've been looking for people taking inspiration from it in programming because it it gives you quite large challenges quite difficult challenges in the game but what makes those challenges difficult are artificial constraints for the sake of the design of the game so things like two atoms can't crash into each other that's a constraint that forces you to be more creative about how you design your system or the fact that you can't rewind execution there's no reason they they couldn't build rewinding as a as a aspect of the game design but that would allow you to move through the game in a way that feels different and i think they focused the design to make it feel a certain way while you play and so if somebody were to hypothetically speaking 
implement a real programming system that drew a lot of inspiration from this game, uh, they, they could make different decisions so that the, the feeling would be different as a result. So instead of trying to create artificial challenge, it would instead give you tools that would feel even more fluid and even more dynamic and allow you to because in a game it's it's good to feel frustrated but when you're actually doing work you want to feel frustration not from the tool you're working with or from the from the constraints of that tool but you want to feel frustration from the from the good challenge of building a an intricate system that does you know some work in a very elegant way that that's a a kind of a pleasant frustration that is worth feeling um, but you want your tools to allow you to feel as much of that good frustration as you can and, and get the other frustration out of the way and there's a ton of things that you could do taking the model of space chem and just tweaking it here and there treating it like a real programming environment that interacts with your operating system and with your choice of data and it would be i think without even going too fancy already amazing in a way that none of the other visual languages I've played with are amazing. And in a way that text languages uh, can't even compare to in that they are not to say that they are so much worse. They're just so much different. And so that's space cam. I uh, heartily recommend you play it because it's, if not Hest, I want to see somebody build a real programming system that that does what Space Chem does. And it doesn't even need to do more than Space Chem. It can just literally be Space Chem with a, with a couple of constraints removed and a couple of um, additional integrations with other things. And I think it would already be a an amazing, amazing programming tool.